What if COVID never happened? What would the condo market look like this year in 2020? Let's talk about that on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hey there, welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in. As always, your host here, Andrew LaFleur from True Condos, coming at you since 2014 on this podcast, uh, approaching 300,000 downloads of this, so thank you very much for your support over the years, and love to hear from you. As always, if you want to get a hold of me, 416-371-2333, or you can email me, andrew at truecondos.com. Now, uh, today's episode, want to again address the um, the listeners out there. Maybe this is you uh, who are worried, panicked, concerned to varying degrees of what's going on in the condo market right now. Obviously, if you have investments downtown Toronto in particular in your pipeline, pre-construction stuff coming up, or if you have existing units right now that you've been renting out or you need to rent out, then naturally you're going to be quite concerned about what's happening in the market right now. The overall story, of course, continues to be in 2020 for the downtown condo market in particular that rents are falling and now we're starting to see prices are falling a little bit as well. So how bad is it out there? First of all, let's start with that. We just got the numbers for the October numbers for the Toronto Real Estate Board. So hot off the presses, the latest numbers. You know, I'm looking through them. I don't see anything particularly uh, jumping off the page as being new. For those of you who have been following the market closely along with me, um, sales to listing ratio, again, this is my most uh, number one stat that I look at. Um, It's just another way of expressing the months of inventory, by the way. So you're looking at how many sales are occurring in a given month versus how many available listings, how many properties there are available for sale. This is the supply and demand equation. I like to look at it as the sales to listing ratio personally. Some people like to talk about in terms of months of inventory. Um, But for me, I don't know why, I just I like that simple percentage number. That's just how I've always looked at it. And that... um, that tells me, you know, I can right away tell you what's going on in the market if you just tell me the sales to listing. So looking at that, we're at 19%, uh, just under 18.8 or something like that percent for the month of October. So that is uh, under 20% is officially by definition um, by most, uh, you know, if you, most people, the way they define these things. Uh, that's a, officially a buyer's market when you're under 20%. That is officially a market where you would expect prices to be going down, not up, because there's just too many units available and not enough buyers. So results in, uh, if you look historically at, at, at the market over the last 15, 20 years, anytime it's below 20%, you're probably seeing prices coming down. Now, prices can come down or go up, you know, not necessarily following along the rules of these percentages, but if you're talking to people on the street, looking at what's happening in the market, looking at um, number of showings and activity on listings, 
downtown. Yes, we are certainly in a uh, bear market, if you want to call it that, with the resale condo market downtown. Prices are coming down. Are they coming down massively? No, uh, they're coming down sort of uh, uh, slowly. They, they're, you know, how much are prices down? Well, depends how you look at it. I mean, year over year, prices are, are down. You know, if you look at prices from this time this year to this time last year, prices are down only very marginally. If you look at where prices are today versus where they were before COVID, right before COVID, call it, uh, around, you know, end of February, first few days of March, uh, before COVID changed the whole world, prices are down probably around 10% or so on average, which is a lot, obviously. Uh, but that doesn't take into account seasonality. And, you know, it's not necessarily to say prices are down 10%, but prices are down and they are trending down. Uh, however, prices are not, um, they're not dropping like a stone or, or anything like that. We're not seeing massive, uh, massive drops in prices or anything like that. Again, the sales to listing ratio, 19%, it's not great, but it's not terrible either. Um, we have seen this number before in recent years. Uh, again, if you've been looking at, you know, 20, sort of 2011 to 2015, Roughly a three, four year period there where condo prices downtown were pretty flat, where the sales to listing ratio was usually, you know, between 20 and 30% all the time for a number of years. Uh, and there we saw prices sort of mostly flat, you know, some areas were up one or two, three percent, some areas were down one, two, three percent. So we're not too far off that. Um, you know, sort of range. If the sales to listing ratio were to go down to say 10%, uh, representing that would be 10 months of inventory. Right now we're at about five months of inventory. So if it were to go down to say 10%, then uh, that would be a different situation, you know, only a few percentage points, but uh, then you would really see prices moving down. But on the flip side, if it were to go up just a little bit to say, 25, 26%, which is, you know, not that, uh, not that many percentage points, we would actually see prices stabilizing. Um, you might even see prices going up slightly at that kind of a number, not huge, but you might see prices go up, you know, very slightly one, 2% kind of thing. So if you look at the number of sales as well, 512 sales happened downtown in the month of October. Certainly, well off uh, the numbers that we saw in the months of October. In the month of October, the last few years where the condo market uh, has been very hot 2016, 17, 18, 19, downtown condo market has been very hot in those years. Uh, it's lower than, uh, than we saw in, in those past few years, but it's not, again, it's not terrible. Um, it is encouraging to see, despite the doom and gloom, despite the massive changes that have happened in our world and in our city, um, the, the the sales number is encouraging to me. It, it, it's nice to see that people are still buying downtown condos. It's absolutely the case. It is happening. Um, product is moving out there in the marketplace. It's not a case of where we were, you know, in uh, sort of April, uh, 
where everything, you know, the world just kind of froze and the downtown condo market froze and there was like virtually almost no sales happening. It's not the, it's not the case. People are buying, buyers are out there shopping. The biggest thing, again, continues to be, it's not the number of sales, which is pretty decent. Um, I would, you know, I didn't crack the number, but just looking at the, the surface, it's probably at or slightly above sort of the 10-year average of sales for, for this time of year downtown. So it's not like we're, you know, that's pretty encouraging. It's it's down from the, the heights of the last few years, but it's probably up from the, again, the 2011 to 2015 era. It's probably up from that. So it's not the sales. Uh, the sales are pretty good. They're happening. It's the supply. Story continues to be the supply, um, and the supply continues to grow. The, the, uh, the amount of inventory on the market continues to grow. Went a little bit higher yet. Still uh, over 2,700 units, active listings downtown uh, in October, which is just, you know, it's exponentially higher than it was uh, this time of year, last year, the past few years, right? So that continues to be the story. Um, and, and again, the, the factors contributing to this massive increase in supply, there's many pieces to the puzzle. Um, but they're all related to COVID and the situation with COVID. So wanted to do in this episode, just a, a quick little thinking exercise um, got me thinking, you know, what if COVID never happened? What would, what might the condo market look like right now and this year if COVID never happened? Um, so if COVID never happened, what what would be different? Well, what would be different? Immigration would certainly be a lot higher, right? There'd be a lot more people coming into Canada. That is pretty much, you know, that's exponentially lower than it, than it was and was planned to be. International students. International students, I think there's something like 100,000 international students in the GTA at the various universities and colleges around uh, the greater Toronto area. Um, they are obviously a massively important piece of the rental market. Um, you know, we're not specifically talking about the rental market, but uh, rentals uh, are, are dramatically affected as well this year because of, of everything that's happening. Um, what if COVID didn't happen? Unemployment rate. Unemployment rate would not be as high as it is right now. There'd be a lot more people working and a lot more economic activity Um as there was before COVID, presumably the you know the economy until COVID hit was trending up. Employment, unemployment was trending down. Toronto was uh, Toronto's economy was you know booming by all uh, accounts. Uh, so the number of rentals that uh, were happening would would uh, would likely be higher. Um, interest rates, interest rates would probably be higher as well. So interest rates came down. Uh, that's been a good thing for condo investors and for our cash flow. Interest rates have, have come down around 1% or, or 1.2, 1.3% from before COVID till now. So interest rates would be higher. Um, the demand for low-rise housing has been, of course, off the charts. And it's definitely the tale of two cities where condo demand um, is down and house demand is up. People, there's definitely an, I call it the COVID elevator discount. So any type of housing, i.e. condos with with an elevator, if you have to go in an elevator in a hallway, uh, people don't want that right now. 
if you have uh, a house with you know a front uh, people want a house with a front yard and uh and a garage you know backyard that kind of typical low-rise white picket fence that type of housing obviously the demand has skyrocketed for and this and the numbers are off the charts so people are um you could certainly argue and i've been saying they're irrationally in love with low-rise housing and they're irrationally falling out of love with condos and as a result uh here we are what would still be the same um you'd still as i said at the beginning of this year in a podcast you can go back and check uh there's a there was always a lot of new condos expected to be uh finishing this year completing this year and coming into the uh condo supply side of the equation uh, apologies, by the way, if the audio on today's episode sounds a little wonky, if you're hearing some humming noises, whatnot in the background, uh, this is the COVID world of working from home and, uh, you know, the neighbors doing some, uh, some, uh, leaf blowing and, uh, I got the, the my cleaning lady is here doing some vacuuming and whatnot. So <laughs> this is, uh, this is a great example of the COVID world. What if COVID didn't happen? Well, the, the audio on this podcast would be a lot better. So, uh, but yeah, anyways, I'm sure you can, you can still hear my voice. Okay. So condo supply would be still, um, this would be, this was going to be a, a, a year for more condo supply with, with just the schedule of new condos coming for completion in 2020. We knew that was going to be quite a bit this year and expected to be quite a bit again next year before perhaps tapering off in 2022 is roughly what we're looking at. But that thing that of course can always change. What would still? What else would still be the same? Airbnb. So the city of Toronto um, squashed Airbnb for condo investors, pretty much. So um, you can't really do that anymore. So Airbnb, uh, without tourism, that's been a huge factor in the condo market with COVID. No tourism, no demand for Airbnb. So everybody who's Airbnb in their condos, you know, stop doing that. Essentially, most of them, and and they're starting, and they tried to put them on the long-term rental market or sell them. So that's been a huge factor in supply. Um, that probably would pretty much still be the case if COVID never happened. So you have that. So you look at all these factors, you add it all up. What would the condo market look like? Well, in my estimation, you know, basically it would go from a strong buyer's market, or sorry, from a buyer's market right now, which it is a bear market right now. Uh, both for for buying and for renting. It, what would be different? Well, on the on the for sale side of the equation, it would be a seller's market. Um, you wouldn't see this massive uh, imbalance of supply and demand. You know, if you, even if looking at the the supply side, supply would go up. Yes. Um, if, even if you just kept the number of sales the same, but if you said if you increase supply by uh, you know, 30, 40%, which would be a major increase in supply, uh, historically speaking, year over year to see a 30, 40% increase in supply side of it. Even if you did that, you'd still be in a seller's market. You would still be seeing rising prices just from that alone. You'd probably see a little bit more sales actually happening of condos and a little bit fewer sales of houses. Um, Some of that demand on the housing side would shift back to the condo side so all things considered on the resale condo market downtown 
you would probably see a seller's market. Not a strong seller's market, but call it a, uh, a light seller's market or uh, you know, kind of in between a balanced market, quote-unquote, and a seller's market, kind of riding that line there. You might see sales-to-listing ratio uh, you know, 40 to 50% kind of range as opposed to right now, again, just under 20%. Strong seller's market would be kind of 60% and higher, right? Uh, balance market, you know, in the 40s, you know, so between that 40 to 50% kind of range if COVID never happened by my, uh, anecdotal sort of estimations here on this exercise we're doing on the tenant side of things um it would be a tenant's market still uh rents would probably still be coming down this year as i said at the beginning of this year in a podcast um so rents i would think would be flat or maybe down you know zero to five percent versus rents now downtown are are off uh, about 15% on average. In some cases, some buildings, some some units are down like 20%, 25% in some cases. Um, so if COVID never happened, I think rents would still be down, but probably only down like 0 to 5% or so. So who cares? This is all, what does this mean? Why am I doing this? Well, I'm just really doing this as a, as a thought exercise for condo investors out there to, again, encourage you and to help you think that, think through the situation to not um, get f- too freaked out or panicked or worried about what's happening. Because the, the, if, you know, if COVID never happened, the condo market would have been in very good shape uh, overall. Things would have been very, very different if COVID never happened. And all this to say that COVID will not be forever. COVID will go away. The world will return to normal. Um, hopefully in 2021, we will see a return to normal. Um, it's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen, I think, quicker than most people realize. And certainly, I think, you know, nine out of 10 people would probably agree with me that by 2022, which is just a year and a couple months away, it's not a long time in the grand scheme of things. Uh, by 2022, uh, we will very likely, you know, knock on wood, be back to a, a normal uh, pre-COVID world kind of a thing uh, with respect to our, our real estate markets and our economy. So um, all this to say that this COVID th- situation that we're in that, that has caused such upheaval in the real estate markets, it's a short-term thing. We as condo investors need to look at the big picture again, one or two years out of a 25-year real estate building portfolio is not a big deal. There are always going to be ups and downs. There are always going to be things that we encounter as investors that we cannot control um, that are much bigger than, than uh, you know, anything that's within anybody's purview or, or crystal ball to be able to predict. This is just part of it. Um, the fundamentals of our market still have not changed. And as long as the fundamentals remain as they are, then uh, investing in the downtown condo market in particular will always be a long-term, uh, great proposition for you for the long-term. And you'll always do well with it if you, again, maintain that long-term perspective. If you fall into the trap, which some investors are falling into now, just thinking short-term, 
thinking about what's happening immediately right now and not looking beyond this, then you may be tempted to sell. And it's, again, just a horrible time to sell or to get out of the market. Uh, you're going to be selling at a dramatic discount from what your asset is truly worth. So my advice continues to be to ride this out, um, continue to uh, continue to make smart decisions and build for the future and always think long-term. There you go. I uh, hope you got something useful out of this episode. Hopefully it was an interesting and thought-provoking exercise to you know ask yourself and ask the question of what if COVID never happened. And uh, there you go. Until the next time, I hope you have a great week and happy investing. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.